to the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 10 in uh, number letter number 3746 Baruch Hashem Vav Elul Tavshin the 6th of Elul Tavshin Brooklyn now the Rebbe this was the Rebbe trying uh, sending a letter whenever people would make a a gathering so the Rebbe would always want to show them support for what they were doing and the Rebbe would always learn a lesson from the Parsha, from what they were studying as it relates to the uh, to the gathering. So this was a, a gathering, the Rebbe is addressing it to all those who are gathering on the Malava Malka, that Saturday night Motsoi Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Teitzei Saturday night of the Porsche of Teitzei, this is in Muncie, assuming it's Muncie, New York. And the Rebbe names the two heading over there, Moshe Pinchas Shichia Koen Katz, that was in the Moreno Gersha Shichia. The Rebbe is addressing it to them. Shalom Mubracha. And the Rebbe says, first of all, people getting together uh is something very, very important. Getting people together is very, uh, and it's also very beneficial. They would say in the olden days that when people get together with good spirit and with good energy, and you have a chassidish of a bringin, and you wish each other well, it can have a very positive impact also on one's health. Uh, people that are not well and they're looking for a uh, a remedy or to help them so it's said there's an expression that it says that a Hasidic Fabrengen can accomplish even more than the angel Michael angel Michael his job is to heal, to be there but the for bringing the get-together. So the Rebbe says, I'm very happy to hear about your getting together for this Suda, the meal, the Saturday night meal is called the Suda of David, the King Mashiach. And the Rebbe says, when you make a get-together, and for sure you will be discussing Torah words, that makes it into a meal of a mitzvah. And this will be a good gathering. So this, it's known, the expression of the Alter Rebbe, that that what a chassidish fabrengen can accomplish, even the angel Michoel can't accomplish. Meaning, there's a lot of power to a chassidic get-together. Generally, Michoel not sure why he specifically mentions Michoel. Michoel is considered one of the angels that uh, protect the Jewish people. And when we say, like, you have to daven to Hashem and not to the angels, specifically it's mentioned Michoel. So somehow Michoel, these are one of the four angels that are the protector of the Jewish people. But in any event, uh, we say a Hasidic Fabrengen get-together has the power. So the Rebbe is basically saying getting together to uh, celebrate 
in Muncie, that's and learning Torah, that has tremendous amount of power. The Rebbe wants to learn a lesson from the Parsha. That week, the Rebbe says usually the portion that we read in the Torah is connected to the various different happenings of the week. And we can learn from the Sedra, from the portion of the week, a lesson in the daily life. So, starting with Saturday night, they're starting to read the portion when you come to the land. Over there, the Torah talks about that when you're in, in Israel, you have to take, it tells you about the mitzvah of Bikurim, the first fruit. Uh, you have to take the best of the fruit that grows in your fields, and you have to bring them as a gift. Now, Israel, in it's still, you know, when I was in Israel now, the fruit is so much more delicious than the fruit <laughs> over here. Really tasty. But in the time of the, when the Bnei Yisrael, the Jewish people entered there, the land gave out uh, some of the most beautiful, tastiest uh, fruit. Uh, so the Holy Land produced uh uh, these fruit may be built again through Mashiach Tzidkenu at the time that it flowed milk and honey. We call it milk and honey. Honey, of course, is also talking about not bee honey, we're talking about dates because those dates were so sweet and so full of, of juice that it's called Zavat Chalav Uh So what does the Torah tell us? What is the mitzvah? It seems to be a little bit of a strange mitzvah. Before you can even start benefiting from the fruit that you worked so hard, you worked the whole season, and before you plowed the ground and you, and you planted it and you took care of the trees and everything, and yet before you're even allowed to take it, you didn't take any of the fruit, you had to bring it to the temple, the Beis HaMikdosh. What's the idea? You have to thank Hashem. You thank Hashem for the blessing that He put into the fruit of the ground. You're thanking, saying thank you, basically. The idea is, the first thing, even before you start to enjoy the fruit yourself, you must say thank you. You must take that fruit, bring it to the base of Migdash and say thank you. There's another interesting observation the Rebbe makes over here. Unlike other sacrifices that you bring to the base of Migdash, most of it when we bring a korban, an offering, you burn it on the Mizbeach. This was given to the Kohen. So you take your first fruit and you give it to the Kohen. So what's the lesson from this that the Rebbe wants to learn? Number one, the Rebbe says, that that grain and the fruit of the land that grow after you have plowed and you sown and you cut and also invested all the other work that is associated with the growing of the fruit of the land, 
So what you do with the very first of the very best? What you do? You didn't take it for yourself. No, you made it into holiness. You took the first and made it holiness by giving it away to the koyen. So the Rebbe says, for sure, at occasion, one can come up with an argument. After I worked so hard, I put in so much effort into this, into making it grow. So even if we have to give a part of it away on holy purposes, so why does it need to be the best and the most beautiful one? Here a person works very hard. He works very hard. He wants to benefit it for himself. And you're telling him not that you must share with somebody else. But here you're saying you must give the best, the first, the most precious. Give it away. So why should I give away something that I worked so hard and I put so much effort into it? But the Rebbe says, look carefully to what the verse states when you reflect on the idea and then you will come to the realization you'll understand that this argument is only when you don't appreciate and you don't believe as you say the fruit that you really appreciate that you Hashem have given it to me If a person thinks, oh, I'm strong, I'm powerful, and I've made myself this fortune, he gives credit for his success, for his blessings to himself, then you'd feel, why should I share? Why should I give someone else? Why should I give Tashem the first? It's mine. However, after you reflect, you see, well, no, 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 that's not really. Simple faith tells us, and we all have simple faith, all Jewish people, without exception, that everything that we have comes from Hashem. And this works in our, in our daily life. So we only feel bad if we feel we give ourselves credit for our success, and therefore we feel it's ours, why should I give what's mine to somebody else? Why should I give to somebody else the best, the first? But if you come to the realization, the appreciation, it's not you who has made you successful. It's Hashem. You have given it to me. Because who gave you the ability to be successful? It all comes from Hashem. Then you don't have a problem to separating it and giving it to Hashem. Now, then we have, on the other hand, that we can learn from this mitzvah, is the fact that these fruit are not burnt on the mizbeach in the base amigdos, like most of the korbanos, they're burnt on the mizbeach. These are given away to the koyen, and the koyen needs to use them. That's the law of the bikurim, the first fruit. So what does this show? It shows to make something holy. You don't need to burn it. Even the very simple taste, the physical, these physical things, if you prepare it properly, 
and you make it holy, you can utilize it in holiness through the Beis HaMikdash and the Koyin. Sometimes people have an idea that in order for it to be holy, I must give up my whole physicality, I must give up all my uh, personal interests. No. You find this is a gift for Hashem, but it's a gift to a Kohen to be eaten. It is not to be burned. It's not on the Mizbeach. And the Kohen enjoys this. And you can serve Hashem by eating these fruits. And this can be used in the same value as you serve Hashem through other sacrifices. Most of the time we know, give it to Hashem. Burn it on the Mizbeach. Offer it to Hashem. No, you don't have to burn it to Hashem. This mitzvah tells us you can eat it, you can serve Hashem through your physical enjoyment, consumption, and that is considered the Bikurim. That's what we learn from this. The Rebbe says this is one of the principles of the Hasidic teaching. Sometimes people think, oh, when I go to Shul, Uh, I go to pray, or when I study Torah, okay, I'm serving Hashem. But when I'm eating and I'm drinking, that's mundane stuff. No, this teaches us even when you eat, through eating and while you're eating, even while you're in business, even while you're eating, while you're occupied with your business, and during the time of your business, you are not limited. You're not only serving Hashem when you're davening and you're studying. You're serving Hashem all the time. Yes, it's self-understood that if you're going to serve Hashem with your eating and your business, everything that you do, you need to prepare yourself. But there's even a greater reward and basically you know some things we learn in the Torah then we figure how do we apply it to ourselves we don't have the Beit HaMikdash we don't have the laws of bringing the first fruit so how do we how do we what what how do we make it relevant to us so the Rebbe says in this context the mitzvah Bikurim can even be in the time of exile and even in the diaspora outside of Israel and also in a very simple weekly day of the week. You can say everything that you own, you can say, Nasatali Hashem, you recognize, God, you have given it to me. If you recognize that everything that you have, you say, God, you've given it to me, thank you, Hashem, you make it holy. And then when you use that, if you appreciate that it comes from Hashem, then that becomes, using it, becomes a service of Hashem. This is the service of the blessed Hashem. As long as you come to the realization that what your own is thanks to Hashem and is godly, then you're serving Hashem while using it. It's not using 
and doing something separate that you sort of accomplished on your loan. And the Rebbe brings the uh, following what happens when the person brought the mitzvah of Bikurim, literally, which was in the Beis Hamikdash. So then there was a blessing given to the person that brought it. That brought it. Next year, like we say, Lishana Haba Birushalayim. Over there they would say, Lishana Haba blessing you next year, you shall fulfill the mitzvah again with joy. Meaning, you're blessing him that your fields should produce beautiful fruits, and you should come back again and bring the Bikurim with joy. So the Rebbe says that lesson is today too. When you utilize, you use and you utilize your assets, your what you own, that Hashem gave you, as Hashem, blessed, expects, then this brings the blessing of the blessed Hashem. That also next year, that you should be able to fulfill it in an even much greater measure and with more happiness, greater happiness and joy. So, Rebbe basically gives them a lesson from the Parsha that they're reading, the Kisovoi, that we need to be grateful to Hashem. And what it does is when you're grateful to Hashem, that allows you to share. If you have a sense of realization that it's not yours because somehow you are better or you deserve it, you're smart, and you feel that, listen, thank you, Hashem, then you shear, then everything that you have and that you use becomes part of the service of Hashem. And the Rebbe ends up with a blessing that we should all be aroused to make good decisions and then to fulfill them in the days that come upon us and an yin for the good. The Rebbe blesses them with a toiva to be written and sealed for the good Lishana Toiva Mesuka for a good and a sweet year. And, you know, you see that a lot of times people who have a sense of humility because they feel, they feel that the blessing is not something theirs, they have an easier time sharing and giving of themselves with others because they don't feel that they're better or they deserve more than anything, anyone else. They appreciate and thank Hashem to putting them in this circumstance. On the other hand, sometimes you have people who are very boastful and they're very, their good fortune makes them think that they deserve it, or we call it narcissists, they believe that everything is there and they're better and they're stronger and sometimes they begin to bully others and uh, because they, their power and their success comes to them, but that's not the Torah way. The Torah way is to always recognize 
and be thankful and say to Hashem, I appreciate what you've given to me. I'm going to share, even though I work for it and I put an effort, and yet I'm going to share and I'm going to help and I'm going to be there for other people. And when you do that, everything that you do is in the service of Hashem. And then you get the blessing that the following year you'll get even more and even stronger and with joy.